0: I was going to say, this is the uh, exact opposite of a late and live podcast, but obviously it isn't, because it's still live. It's just definitely not very late. There was a power cut at work, and then it kind of came back on, and then there was another one, and uh, we didn't really want to leave all the computers turned on, so we're all at home, which is exciting. And uh, there was also loads of gigs tonight that looked quite interesting to go to that I wasn't going to be able to go to, because I was going to you know, do my duty and do the podcast at 8.30 at night like I normally do. Um, but then I thought, why not? I'll take my advantage, take advantage of the situation and do it earlier on. And uh, and I'm more awake as well. So God knows what that means. Oh, it probably means I'll make mistakes we like that.
1: conquered the forest. Tore over streams. Thundered through archways. Struck blind by... man no.
0: Ah, oh dear, that's the appropriately titled train wreck by Best Suit. One thing we have already learnt in doing a podcast in the afternoon is that I can't really do a podcast in the afternoon. I don't press the right buttons. It's daylight for a start, or more or less what's left of daylight. And obviously, what I did there, apart from the fact that uh, Best Suit didn't start off in the right place. And I press play there. I accidentally muted the music and not my microphone, so it was very quiet for about a minute. And now I'm going to have to go back in and edit that out before I upload it to the podcast. That's really, really irritating. There's a reason why. I guess I do this later on. I guess I'm not an afternoon person. So let's see. We figured out I'm not a morning person, I'm not an afternoon person, and not an evening person. Sometime there will be an appropriate time to do this podcast. Probably in the middle of the night. Actually, that may be the best thing to do. Anyway, you can tweet at me, uh, at Edinburgh underscore man please feel free to do so. Normally what happens, if you haven't heard the podcast before when I do it live, normally what happens is that uh, people tweet at me and I get very confused. So if you do want to distract me even more than I'm already distracted, then that's probably a great way to do it. And uh, if you are listening um, after the event on Mixcloud or something, or uh, on the podcast on your iPod or something, I'm terribly sorry. Um, You won't know what I'm talking about because I'll have fixed that in uh, in post, which is really irritating because one of the reasons why I like doing the podcast live is because... um, is because I don't need to do any post editing, but there you go. That's kind of broken. Anyway, why is the podcast done in the afternoon? We had a power power cut in the office, and it kind of the power went off. Did I say that at the start of the podcast? The power went off, and then it came back on again. But by which time, we didn't really want to have all the computers turned on. So, and also, we were told it wasn't going to come back—at least not reliably—until about five o'clock in the afternoon. So, um, and most of the shops and pubs had shut, disturbingly, around the corner from the office. So there wasn't really much left to do other than other than come home, although I don't know, maybe the power did come back on, because as I was cycling away from the scene, there was a whole lot of burglar alarms and stuff started going off, so um, yeah, it may or may not have come on. Anyway, it's the last proper podcast of the year. I say proper, it's not really a proper podcast. Um, as of next week, or next week rather, and then podcast after that, the next two podcasts of the year, they're going to be the best of the year, as voted by uh, everyone who voted on the website, and loads of people voted, like over a thousand votes were cast. I say over a thousand votes were cast rather than... A thousand people voted because I suspect, um, judging by some of the habits of the voting uh, people, uh, that uh, some people maybe voted more than once. Um, but uh, but there was so many votes actually, I was really quite surprised. So many votes. Any attempt to possibly rig it by multiple voting was probably outweighed by the sheer volume of people that were posting. It was crazy. I mean, there was only a few hundred people voted last year, which still was quite good. But no, this year there was over a thousand, which is which is fantastic. I, I might even be able to do a top fifty. I haven't quite decided yet whether it's just going to be a top 30 or a top 50. Um, so if you have any preferences to a top 30 or a top 50, please tweet at me you know, in and man and you may influence my decision. And so what I thought I'd do for today's podcast was actually just kind of play stuff that uh, didn't get voted. <laughs> so this is stuff that you don't like. Ah, oh dear. There's probably not much method to the madness. suit. there was a track by suit off their brilliant album, The Phantom Forest that i played on the podcast um i can't even remember which one it was i think it was uh, when will i be queen i played on the podcast and nobody voted for it or one person voted for it i think <laughs> in the vote. so it's nowhere in not anywhere near even a top 50 let alone a top 30 so that's off uh, the phantom forest by bass who came out in february i think on fortuna pop it's called train wreck and like i say somewhat appropriate there was another track um that i was going to play <laughs> i haven't even queued up that properly which i've now just sorted out hopefully um that was ineligible. What I did was I have playlists of all the stuff that I've played on the podcast throughout the year, and I kind of used that to choose all the stuff from 2011 that uh, I played during 2011. This one kind of missed the cut on virtue of the fact it came out in 2011, but I played it in the end of 2010. It's one of my favourite albums of the year as well, so it's really disappointing that I forgot (laughs) to put it in the list of things to be voted on because of my strange criteria of choosing. Um, and it's uh, it's on great pink vinyl, although I'm not going to play it from pink vinyl. This is Suit. No, it's not Suit. We've already played Bessoup. This is Deerhoof in the Merry Barracks. <laughs> Finished. But I have remembered to turn on my microphone. That was Dear and the Merry Barracks. That's some of the brilliant album, Dear Hoof vs. Evil. And it's on Pink Vinyl as well. Um, and I think there's a few, if you look at the Polyvinyl website anyway, if uh, I guess if you're in the States and you want to order it, uh, you can get it from there and there's definitely some Pink Vinyl still left. It's a wonderful Pink Vinyl. And uh, rather irritatingly, I kept bugging Kev and Avalanche, which is our local independent record shop, and one of our local independent record shops in Edinburgh, I kept bugging Kevin Avalanche as to when he was going to get it in because I think there was some sort of delay with the distributors. And of course, when he eventually did get it in, it was on record store days. So as if I wasn't already spending a stupid amount of money on vinyl already, I had to go and spend an extra, whatever tenor it was, uh, to buy the Dear Hoof album. But it was worth it because it is wonderful. And on the Twitter, um, Steve from Super Mario Nation says, uh, I hope this is, I think he's got a typo in his text, yeah? I think he says, I hope this is so you can come to our gig and not just to ease work for those of us who still have power. Um oh, yeah, you have got a bit of gig tonight isn 't it it 's at the We Red Bar, I think, and i can 't even remember who it is with because i haven 't done any research before the podcast, but actually, um <clears throat> I was going to go to electric circus uh, there 's a film, I think a film, and again, this is from memory, based on the detours we jaunt um a film of that that 's going to be shown at electric circus at six o'clock tonight until half past seven, so I was going to go along to that and I think after that at electric circus it 's the last sort of Vic Galloway presents of the year um i don 't know if i 'll stay out for that um so I guess I've got a choice between either staying out, going to that, or going to Super Mario Nation's gig. I can't remember who it is. Is it with Trap Mice? Someone might tell me and tell me off that it's incorrect and it's not with them at all. And Dressed Like Wolves, who uh, may be featured in the uh, in the chart of the year. He certainly was last year. He was like in the top three or the top five or something like that. That's Rick Dobbing. He says, uh, for shame. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I don't claim to be professional. This is in reference to me muting the incorrect. Uh, channel, meeting the music rather than the the microphone. I hope you didn't catch me eating my English muffin and drinking my tea as well, because that would have been a horrible thing to have to endure when you're at work with power. And Word Travels Fast also says that, ha, I just woke up as I work tonight. Might tune in after I've had breakfast. Well, it might not be on when you've had breakfast. Ah, right, iTunes, who I think is also doing his um, top albums of the year, top 10 albums of the year at four o'clock. So that should be exciting. That'll be in 15 minutes. He says, uh, "Supermarination playing with plastic animals and trap mice." Ah, yeah, trap tra- and trap mice are playing a Christmas song. Okay, so I may I may do like all those bands, so I may have to go along. Anyway, on the podcast today, what I am doing is just kind of playing stuff that uh, that uh, you didn't like or you didn't vote for in the top fifty, um, or however many it turns out to be tracks of the year. Um, the Deerhoof one isn't wasn't eligible because I forgot to add it to the list, so that was somewhat disappointing. I don't even know what I am going to do next year. Like I say, I was kind of overwhelmed with with votes this year. And I kind of have this other criteria that I don't want to include two tracks from the same band, which meant that my little well, my SQL query, nerd that I am, to calculate what the charts were was really complicated. Try and figure that out all out and not bias it towards people who had more tracks and all that sort of stuff. So I'm going to have to come up with something entirely different next year, I think, especially if so many people are going to vote. Anyway, one of my favourite EPs that came out this year, I've listened to it so much, actually. I don't think I've listened to an EP so much since I got the My Bloody Valentine You Made Me Realize EP many years ago as um, an EP by Conveyor and I bought the EP on vinyl from uh, TG from Conveyor in the middle of the street in Brooklyn I've played every track from the Conveyor EP it's released under a Creative Commons license and you can download it for free or name your price or whatever and there's also a wonderful orange vinyl which I recommend you should get if you like it anyway there's one track I haven't played off it so it seems appropriate and they may actually be in next week's chart um, but uh, there's one track I haven't played so I'm going to play it
2: Yes, some things are so heavy. 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 I will pick them up. I will pick them up. Yes. So, yeah.
0: As I was bouncing in my bouncy podcasting chair while listening at the start of that, I realised that the reason why I hadn't played that before on the podcast, because it does have half of the song as a big, dreamy (laughs) fade-out. But uh, there's nothing wrong with big, dreamy fade-outs, and I recommend, if you like that, you get a hold of the Conveyor EP. Like I say, it's on Bandcamp, which is at conveyor.bandcamp.com. It's the Sunray EP. And that was Yes, Some Things Are So Heavy. The whole EP is brilliant. And like I say, it's on wonderful orange vinyl as well. Uh, I haven't made any notes for today's podcast, and also I've talked way too much Um, I've actually got to go back out myself again um, at about, I don't know, about sort of 20 past four or something, so I should probably speed the things up a bit and uh, try and get eight tracks in before then. There's another great album that I liked this year, uh, that also that I played that um, uh, Stu Lewis from uh, the Tidal Wave of Indifference blog thought was absolutely brilliant. He raved about it last time I saw him, which was, uh, he did say it was like the first album that I played that he really got him, which... um, I was quite disappointed by that, obviously. But the fact is that it's a great album. Um, It's also released under a Creative Commons license uh, from France, uh, from Toulouse, I think. Uniform Motion had an album called One Frame Per Second. They do really weird things or really innovative things. They've got a sort of crowdsourced uh, blog at the moment where you can um, put money in to get them to come and gig at your town. Uh, I think there's actually only a handful of towns. I say town. I think it's like Berlin and New York or something like that. There's certainly no Edinburgh one. Which is a bit disappointing, but after they'd made a profit, or rather after they had broke even on the sales of their vinyl, they then made the vinyl um, "Name Your Price" on Bandcamp, uh, which was quite cool. I paid, I think, five euros for it, or something like that, and I felt quite cheap in doing so. But they did tell me that I was one of the few people who actually paid money for it, so that kind of didn't make me feel so bad. And the the album was great, anyway, um, <laughs> and it's on great vinyl. This is one from "One Frame Per Second by Uniform Motion. This is "An Island." <music>
3: Just stand close, just close enough to see Your eyelids close and shut her up in front of what you see He pulls his gun and holds it up in fear Gladly there is no one left to back him up in here your soul is in asylum just like the '90s were. This world is an island at my door. I stand close, just close enough to touch. His arm as he walks by Bearing those solid Rusty cups As I say no I'm innocent, I swear But I smell Fear and feel his guilt Inside that lonely Stair My heart Is an island Off the Coast of you I'll follow your trail
4: Some vessel broke, and oh you know, I hope you don't take me as something like that, and oh I'm sure this will be for God, oh I'm sure this will be for God.
0: few mistakes and had some problems with the technicalities, and today my my mouse battery has just died which now means that i've got to really inconveniently reach over to where my laptop is which is not where the screen is and kind of move my mouse and it's and it's also at right angles um the laptop to the way the mouse cursor works so that's going to be really confusing i may have to go and during the next track rummage through a drawer of remote controls and steal some batteries for the mouse um on the twitter um oh dear on the twitter itunes says uh he got the uh Uniform Motion track after I played it too. So there's two people that pay attention to the podcast. Well, that's good to know. um Yeah, the track before that one was Uniform Motion in an Island, and that was Seabirds and old Patience. And I think what I should have done actually is got a list in case I did play something that was going to be in the uh, top 30 or the top 50 there. I don't think that's in the top 30. It might be in the top 50 or it might be just outside. Not that track, but a Seabirds track. I played a couple of tracks by Seabirds on the podcast and uh, got really good reactions from it. I think at least. Um, Chris from Side and uh, Lisa from Last Year's Girl both liked the Seabird stuff, I seem to remember. Uh, and a few other people did too. I really, really like the stuff they've done. I got it from a website called CLLCT, um, which I recommend you check out. That's where I found uh, Rick Dobbing's Dress Like Wolf stuff as well. And uh, also Vincent Significance, um, who I've played on the podcast before. Uh, it's a wonderful website. There's a lot of stuff on there, but um, there's also a lot of... It's nearly all sort of lo-fi bedroom recordings, and there are some gems, such as the Seabird stuff. There are some terrifying things on there as well. Um, some really weird avant-garde stuff that uh, that tends to freak me out a little bit actually when I listen to it but if you go to CLLCT.com you can uh, can get all manner of wonderful things Uh, assuming the website still works because every now and again I go to the website and uh, it's not there anymore and I think for one horrible moment it's never going to come back but then it normally does um, anyway, and also uh, Derek from Evil Hand, uh, Derek rather Evil Hand on Twitter says that uh, he just pitched that conveyor thing from Bandcamp, something else to listen to. Uh, whilst hidden under the headphones in the workplace, it is a great EP. I really, really like it. Actually, it's my favourite EP. If I if I was doing a favourite EPs of the year, there are so many lists, aren't there, on blogs? Um, but if I was doing a favourite EP of the year, then the conveyor Sunray EP would definitely be at the top of it. I don't really. That's one of the reasons why I did the pull where you could vote because I just couldn't face doing a list myself and also last year what I did was I had, because I only had a few hundred entries and also because I didn't know how many people would vote, I made myself a top 30 and then I kind of merged it in some sort of Excel wizardry with the votes that everybody voted in. Um, But this year it's great, I haven't even needed to. There's maybe a couple, um, again I'll have to go and check it out, near the sort of bottom of a 50 where I may have to make make a judgment call as to whether which one's better than the other because... There are some equals that I don't like having equal 49th or something like that. So I may make a judgment call. So if there's any of my influences in the top, whatever, it's uh, it's only by that rather than anything else, which is great. I mean, And it also means I can blame everybody else as well. So if there's something in there that I don't like, it's nothing to do with me. Um, and this one isn't at all the next band that I'm going to play from Austria. I think these people are wonderful, but they are quite mad. Um, the band is called Anna Threat, and I don't know, maybe I don't have contrary to what normally happens to the podcast I get feedback when I play some tracks I got no feedback at all when I played a track from Anna Thritz, EP it's called Broken Heel Island that's the name of the EP it's on 10 inch vinyl although again this is all digitalness, in um, and I think it's on Trash Rock Productions this is called Gotta Be A Reason <laughs> Uh, judging by the lack of response on twitter after i played that uh, maybe maybe i am the only one that likes it that was anna threat and gotta be a reason and that's from the broken heel island ep i think it's a free one or a buy i'm not entirely sure i think it's released under uh oh i don't know creative Commons. whether it's free or not or name your price i'm not entirely sure um cool guitar boy says well that's what you get for changing the times so i missed the show have to podcast well you could listen now yeah i'm sorry well, you know, <laughs> there's too many interesting gigs that I may or may not go to tonight. That's, what, that's why I do it on Twitter, is so people can uh, you know, keep up with the times. But I do expect, every time I do change the time of the podcast, people do get back. Next week, what I'll do is, I will make sure, I will make damn sure, there's no gigs on whatever it is next Thursday, is there? I'm sure there probably will be. I'm going to do the podcast at, I think, 9 o'clock, sounds like a good time. And it will be at least an hour long, if not an hour and a half long, if you can stomach such things. Um, and it will be the first half of the top 30 or 50, depending on... No one, again, there's only a couple of people who have expressed a preference on the Twitter um, as to whether we should do a top 30 or a top 50. There was about sort of 210 or something, 210 different things people could vote for, so the 50 is still definitely the cream of the crop. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, I really like that EP, the Ana Threat EP, and there was another great EP that I like this year. Um, I thought, again, I found it sort of looking through Bandcamp for Creative Commons stuff. It's an EP by Alligator Indian. And after I played it on the podcast, um, Jen from pardon me, from Bleeding Goal Records got in touch to say that there was a vinyl of it as well, which I now have, um, which is fantastic. And I did threaten at one point that I'd probably play every track from the Alligator Indian EP. I think there's maybe one or two I haven't played off it. Um, there may be a track that's featured in the uh, top tracks of the year because it was really popular. Anyway, this is uh, Telepathic Boys by Alligator Indian. Oh! <laughs> alligator indian and telepathic boys and that's from their brilliant ep it's called football all capital letters and i don't know if it's an american football or if it's a soccer i suspect the fact they are from uh, the states that it's probably an american football um and yeah it's a great great ep and you can get it on uh, bleeding gold records and i can't it is on colored vinyl as well and you can get it from uh, bleedinggold.bank oh hang on a second i do have the link here bleedinggold.com it is uh, yeah and uh, and I think it's either I think it's sort of a turquoisey colour vinyl it's certainly brilliant no matter what colour it is um, the thing I really like about the EP is it it's it's actually all the tracks are really quite I mean you might think that that sounds a bit like the Dum Dum Girls um, and the, all the EP all the track on the EP sounds like that as well but it's actually not in t- at all it's um yeah it's brilliant it's a great variety it's, a, it's one of my favourite EPs so that's three favourite EPs of the year uh, the conveyor one the Throat one the alligator Indian one they're all brilliant um, Yeah. Anyway, um, we kind of almost—it was almost okay. And for you, if you haven't listened before, the podcast is normally about sort of forty-five minutes long. So it's what forty-one minutes now. So I should probably start wrapping up and play one more track. Um, Yeah, I'm sorry about the dead air at the start. I've only once um, since I've started doing the podcast. I think I've only once before had the dead air before, and I think last time. Uh, People on Twitter pointed it out to me. Well, this time nobody pointed it out, so thanks very much for that. Either means that nobody was listening at the start, which we could hope that was the case, although I suspect it wasn't. Um, Or maybe that nobody cared, or maybe you were just too keen to see how long it would go before I noticed. Or maybe you want to hear me slapping my cup of tea while I thought I was playing your music. Anyway, on the Twitter, Plenty side, does say split the difference, a top 40? Maybe. The reason why it was a top 30 last year was simply because that was kind of how many votes I got, (laughs) and uh, it could sort of separate out 30 songs from all the ones that people could vote for. So now, this year, like I say, it can pretty much separate out and make a top 50. So um, that's kind of what I was thinking. Maybe 50 is too much. Maybe 40 is probably a little bit better. Anyway, I'll have a think about it between now and next week. No matter what happens, there will be the first of two shows uh, next Thursday at nine o'clock, um, which will be uh, the top whatever it turns out to be as voted for you guys, by you guys, by well, more over a thousand voters, if those voters may have been the same person over and over again. Um, I'm not entirely sure anyway I'm going to play one more track and I thought what the hell I should play the track that won the uh, won the poll last year um, it was the runaway winner last year for the sort of best tracks from 2010 it was from a brilliant album it was released on 17 seconds uh, by the last battle called The Heart of the Land Soul of the Sea uh, and this is re- actually no what did she do is I should tell you all the stuff I played in the podcast that's what I normally do I shall will however take a drink of water before I do that on the podcast today you heard Bearsuit. And a train wreck, and that was from the Phantom Forest. Uh, then you had De Hoof and the Merry Barracks, and that was from the brilliant album, The Day Hoof vs. Evil, like I say, pink vinyl. Then you had Conveyor and uh, Yes, Some Things Are So Heavy, it's a brilliant EP called the Sunray EP. You can get it from conveyor.bandcamp.com. Then you had Uniform Motion and Island, and that's from uh, the One Frame Per Second album. Then I played Seabirds and Oh Patience. Uh, uh, look at that, the little thing on uh, iTunes, it's all sort of cut off. It's from the album, There Are Things to Come I Can't Imagine. Uh, then I played Anna Threat from the Broken Heel Island 10-inch EP, Gotta Be a Reason. And then that was Alligator Indian Football from... Uh, sorry, Telepathic Boys from the EP Football. One more track to go. This is the last battle and ruins. And will they be in uh, next week's... Uh, this year's chart? Let's. See. You'll just have to listen next week and the week after to find out. <coughs>
5: Must All your friends come and go. They are.